Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back here with you for another episode on the code. Thank you so much for joining. We don't have any notes for this one. This topic or this episode actually was requested by uh, a client of ours at Physio Room because we were getting on this conversation in the office. And, um, you know, as we were talking, they said, you know, you should record a podcast on this because I bet you a lot of people are wondering the same thing. So um, we're going to talk about the the topic of mobility and having a lot of it being very flexible, very mobile compared to being stiffer and having less mobility, smaller ranges of motion and someone being stiff compared to someone being super mobile which one's better, right? And it and it might seem like an obvious answer, but but I don't think it's quite that cut and dry. So I appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to this. Hopefully you find something useful out of this conversation. And uh, if this causes more questions, man, I'd love to know what those are so that we could try and answer those as well. So let's get into it. This particular person we were working with in the office, they are very mobile, right? They have a lot of range of motion at their joints, particularly their hip, and their shoulder is is where we were centering this conversation around. And what we were talking about in the clinic is, hey, because you have so much range of motion, you're so flexible, you're so mobile, most of your challenges or the issues that arise in your body come from needing more stability, right? Needing more control from the muscles, from the dynamic stabilizers of those joints. And the hips and the shoulders, that's especially important for basically anyone, but but especially someone that is really mobile and they they are so flexible, they can take their joints through big ranges of motion. And um, you know, they've never been somebody who fails any of those gym class tests that have to do with stretching or mobility or anything. They just pass them all with flying colors. Most of the time, those people are gonna need more stability. Right. And what I'm not talking about is just doing more bench presses and more rows for the shoulder, although those might help. I'm talking about strengthening these smaller stabilizer muscles that help to maintain the control of that joint while you're going through bigger ranges of motion. Think of like your rotator cuff muscles. It's made up of four, three that sit on the back side of the shoulder, one's kind of on slightly on the top, and uh, and one that sits on the front side of the shoulder blade. So We need those muscles to be working in unison, working to control the shoulder, control your arm bone, your humerus, while you're moving your arm through range of motion, such as with a bench press or an overhead press or something, or even something like a pull-up, right? Well, now think about the hip, right? If we're standing, if we're walking, running, jumping, kicking, we need those same types of muscles. Think of it as like the rotator cuff of the hip, the deep hip rotators that internally and externally rotate your hip your lateral glutes, the medius, the minimus, we need those to be working in unison and working to control our femur and our pelvis when we're going through movements. And when we are super mobile, if we lack stability, 
what happens is other muscles get put on more stress than they were intending to be, than they were ready for. We allow more play or more movement, such as think of it as like a, um, you know, say someone's walking or running and their hip glute muscles are not quite doing their job. They may have more of like a pelvic shift laterally while they're trying to run. And we don't want to see a large hip drop or pelvic shift when we're, when we are running because we're trying to get most of our energy and most of our force going forwards. When we have this side to side additional movement, it's wasted energy, puts more stress on the system and, um, and we don't want it. Right. So we need more stability. We need more control. Okay. These same types of people that are very mobile, uh, a lot of times tend to suffer more strains and sprains. Think of like an ankle sprain, someone that has very loose, flexible ankles might be more prone to rolling their ankle. But if we add more stability there, we'll be able to control that motion a little bit more securely and uh, and not suffer those things. All right. So now let's take the flip side, right? Someone who is super stiff, they say, you know, to us in the clinic, or they might say to you, I've had tight hamstrings my whole life. I, you know, I could never touch my toes. I can't touch my hands together. If I reach behind my back, like one arm over the top and one arm underneath, I can't touch my fingers together, but a lot of my friends can. I'm just super stiff and I've always been this way. Well, that person is going to have a harder, harder time getting into certain body positions. Maybe they'll have a harder time reaching behind themselves, doing a deep squat, doing a, a deep lunge, doing a deadlift without much bend in the knees. Think of like a Romanian deadlift. You know, maybe they'll have a harder time hanging in full shoulder mobility at the bottom of pull-up if their lats are super tight or if their shoulder is super tight. It might be hard to get into that position, okay? And we may see some of their lifts or some of their activities that they like to do compromised by this. However, if they work within that range of motion, a lot of times those people feel very strong in that position, okay? so. What I'm getting at here in talking about the difference or the dichotomy between these two things is it's not necessarily in my mind that one is better than the other. They're different and they pose a different set of challenges for the individual. The person that is super stiff might have to spend more time on true mobility work, on stretching, on mobility flow yoga classes, on banded joint mobilizations thing or or potentially seeing a provider to do joint mobilization, something that can help them free up motion in those joints so that they can then use it in their activities to potentially now gain the range of motion. Because just stretching a stiff joint isn't going to necessarily make it more mobile. You have to oftentimes mobilize the joint, get it to loosen up, and now you can put the stress on the muscular system, okay? If you mobilize the hip so that it can move a little bit better, if the hip joint is actually stiff, now we can stretch the hamstrings, we can stretch the quads, stretch the hip flexors, do squats and deadlifts through a larger range of motion to add and layer in the strength in those positions. And now we can maintain that mobility. Whereas the person who is very mobile, a lot of times they feel tight as well, right? A lot of times someone who's super flexible will still feel trap tightness. They'll still feel hip flexor tightness. And what we know to be true is a lot of times a tight muscle can be a weak muscle. And almost always a weak muscle is a tight muscle. 
And just stretching it is not going to take that tightness away the majority of the time, especially if you have that person that is super mobile. So we're going to take them and we're going to find out, is this a strength in a control issue? Stability, as I like to say, or is this a range of motion issue? And in that very mobile person, we usually find it's a control, it's a stability, it's a strength issue. We need to get you stronger in that tissue, in those muscles that do that action in order to make you less tight. Okay. And there was a previous episode on this podcast that talked about tight hamstrings. And we, we sort of went down this path before, but again, this question got posed, is it better to be really mobile and flexible or is it better to be stiffer? And what I think is it's just different. You guys, the people that tend to be stiffer tend to have a lot more springiness to them, right? Think of like a sprinter. Think of someone who's very fast in short ranges or uh, in short activities, short bursts. Someone who's very fast at like a 40-yard dash or something compared to somebody who is a gymnast or extremely mobile in a yoga class or somebody, quite frankly, who's in like, you know, circus acts where they're doing things that many other people's bodies can't do. Well, they wouldn't be able to do that if they didn't find themselves on the very mobile end of the spectrum, they would have never gotten into that job, that position. They would have never found themselves in that time and place because they, their body couldn't physically do that. Okay. But those two people's bodies come in very, um, come with very different challenges. Again, the person who lacks range of motion has to spend a lot more time working on mobility. And then as they gain it, you need to layer in the strength and the stability. Otherwise, you won't maintain that mobility. Okay, so let me just talk through that with some different words to make sure that that makes sense because I think that's a major part of this, this conversation. If you lack range of motion, say that you have tight hip flexors or your hips are stiff, right? And you do things such as stretching, such as banded joint mobilizations, such as seeing the chiropractor or the physical therapist getting hip adjustments and manipulations and your hip starts to loosen up, you now have to layer in the strength in the newfound range of motion that you have. Otherwise, your hip is going to stiffen back up if you don't take yourself out of the seated desk posture that you find yourself in and now start to express and display the range of motion that you have in your hip, it's going to stiffen back up, right? You have to now work through the range of motion that you have in order for it to stay accessible to you. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? It's plain and simple as that. If you gain motion and you don't use it, you don't get strong in it, you will lose it. It will go back to the stiffness that it was. As opposed to the other end of the spectrum, if you're super mobile and have a lot of range of motion and you don't work on stability, your body is going to be used to hanging on its joints. You're going to be used to resting in positions where like the knee is locked out, for example, where the elbow is locked out, where the ankle, maybe you're standing on the outsides of your feet, sort of hanging on the outside of your ankle. And if you continue to do that day after day, week after week, month after month and year after year, you start to wear on those tissues, the ligaments, the joints, you start to add increased stress. We see this in the in the very, very flexible yoga community. I've talked to a lot of yoga instructors about this, that a lot of times the most mobile people feel great when they're young, right? They're in their 20s, their 30s. 
their body's feeling great in yoga. And then as those same people, if they don't work on stability and work on getting stronger in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and later, they start feeling pain, joint pain, because their body is used to hanging on those joints. And now they're starting to wear out because that's not what your knee is for. Your, your knee was not intended to be used as like a uh, something that you just hang on in a locked out position so that your muscles don't have to work. It is lazier for our body to rest in one of those locked out positions, right? It takes more calories. It takes more energy from our body, from our muscles to stand in a position where we're not locking out our knee, where we're not locking out our, uh, like extending our low back, locking that out and making the muscles work in a position of being neutral or slightly unlocked in the knee, neutral in the spine and in the pelvis so that those muscles have to support you and they have to control against forces of gravity, against the forces of walking or carrying or holding something. And, um, and yeah, so to answer the question of our client, I don't think it is better or worse to be a little bit more on the stiffer side of the spectrum or to be a little bit more on the mobile side of the spectrum. Both of those two things are going to lend to differences in activities that you're sort of predisposed to, like what you're naturally good at. One person will be naturally more good at activities that require a lot of flexibility. One person will probably be more naturally good at things that require speed and power, right? Because they're a little stiffer and tighter. They have more uh, springiness in their tissues. However, both those things come with their own sets of challenges. I think if I had to choose, what would I want? Well, this isn't probably very surprising. I would like to be somewhere right in the middle, somewhere that's a hybrid of those two things. I have adequate and pretty good range of motion, but I also have that springiness because I like to do activities that involve speed and power. Uh, I played football for many years. I ran track both on the sprinter side and kind of the mid distance side. So I think that is probably where my body tends to lie. However, with chronic injuries, uh, both acute and and more just kind of insidious or things that came on without any specific injury, I think I found myself starting to develop more stiffness in my right ankle, in my hips, in my right shoulder, things that, you know, I, I've had bother me over the course of my life. But I think as long as you understand the differences between those two things and understand the difference of what somebody needs to work on, if they're super mobile compared to what someone needs to work on, if they're stiffer, because when you feel tightness, just stretching is not the solution for everybody. Quite frankly, I think it's rarely the solution these days because we, uh, we spend so much time sedentary, sitting at computers, sitting in cars. I think so many of us have stability issues that we aren't even aware of until somebody points it out to us that a lot of times the stability is what we need to work on in strengthening through a full range of motion. And then, man, what I'm really getting into that I really enjoy is also, can we create muscle engagement and build some stability in end range positions with your shoulder overhead, with your shoulder behind you? Can you now kick in the muscles in those positions to make them strong at the ends of their range of motion, not just in that mid range? We tend to live our lives in mid range. And um, a lot of people are strong there. But a lot of us get hurt when we're in end range positions. Think of the bottom of a squat, for example, or the bottom of a deadlift. It's an end range of that movement. And, um, you know, are you strong and stable there to withstand the forces of the activity that you're doing? So 
I know this was a, you know, a little bit of a circle we went on here. I hope this made sense to you. Uh, this was kind of a fun conversation for me because we have this in the office every day with slightly different words and, and tones to it. But, um, you know, everyone comes into the office with a different set of challenges that we need to approach. And the solution for one individual is not going to be the same as the solution for another one. That's why I'm so excited to work with people in the setting that we have at Physio Room because we don't get to have this conversation very often in the traditional healthcare, traditional physical therapy office. So often it's, you know, what people see is, oh, you have low back pain. These are the 10 exercises that we give people that have low back pain. Let's just start going through these without understanding that that person's low back pain could be caused by a lack of range of motion. This other person's low back pain that presents the same could be based on a lack of stability. Someone else's, it could even present the same. It might be based on some sort of body issue, like a GI issue, right? Some Something else that's going on that's not a musculoskeletal issue. So being able to individualize things from one person to the next is really where we get to dive into the weeds of these types of conversations when we can really assess and see what's going on with that person. So um, yeah, if you've not uh, had a chance to experience it in our office, man, please come and see us if you live here in the Denver area or hook up with us virtually if you don't. And um, we do know a lot of people in all different parts of the country. So if you're listening to this and you are looking for somebody local to your area, there's a good chance if you're in one of the major cities in the country, we probably know somebody nearby you. So just let us know and we'd be happy to help you find somebody. So, but for all you guys that tuned in to listen to this episode of The Code, again, thank you so much. Uh, hope you have an awesome rest of your day, whatever's left of it. And um, if you've listened to us before, you know, we do have a goal. We're trying to get to 200 five-star reviews on this podcast. We're slowly making our way there, uh, but we need your help. If you could go leave a review on this podcast, that would be so appreciated. Um, let us know something that you liked about it. If you, have, if you have questions, let us know those things too. And we look forward to catching you on another episode of The Code. See you later. Hey guys, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room here. Thanks again for tuning in to listen to us on The Code. Really appreciate your time. And for that, I want to share a special offer from Physio Room extended to you guys. So if you want to have an opportunity to work with us at Physio Room for any fitness, performance rehab, pain relief, whatever that might be. When you reach out to us to schedule your appointment in person or virtual, we're going to offer you 20% off for being a code listener. So just be sure to mention that you heard about it on the podcast and we will make sure to extend that offer to you. We look forward to working with you. Thank you so much, guys.